You are listening to We Woke Up Like This, a podcast dedicated to the healing, ascension, and awakening journey of the soul's embodiment process on earth at this time. My name is Reverend Joya, and I am here to help you live your best vibe by offering enlightening conversations, wisdom, and insights to help you on your journey. Enjoy the show. Well, hello and welcome to We Woke Up Like This, your podcast for spiritual awakening. And I'm so excited for my guest today. Mercedes Arnus is a amazing, well, I'll let you describe what, you're, what you do, but her company is The Astral Method and she talks everything astrology. So I'm so excited to have you here and share your wisdom with awakening um, and astrology, using astrology for as that tool. So tell us a little bit about what you do and how astrology helps with spiritual awakening. Hi, Joya. Thank you so much for having me here. It's an honor to be in your presence, in the presence of this beautiful um, platform. And um, well, astrology has been in my life since I was a little girl. And I was obsessed with stars, constellations, and I was obsessed with patterns. I was obsessed with um, psychological patterns. And that's what astrology is really good for. That's why it's also used for psychology and to understand human psyche. So um, when we awake or our consciousness awakes and we start realizing that we're more than a body and that we're more than this human experience, then we want to understand why we're here. We want to understand what are we doing here? What's going on? Who are these people around us? And why do we feel connected to them? What's our story? Where do we come from? Where are we going towards? So that's what astrology comes in. Astrology is um, is a map or is a, a, a way that we can read maps. And um, every human being is handed a map when they land, when they're born in this world, when they land in this planet, right? And it's something that a lot of star systems have. They read maps, but because they read the stars. And when we are born, we're given a map because we're given a birth time. And we have a time of birth, date of birth, uh, place of birth. And um, that map or um, that map is calculated with your date of birth, your time of birth and your place of birth. So those that those data points are very important in order i mean in order for you to have a proper spiritual awakening with some guidance let's say because um what this map is is pretty much like a screenshot of how the star system how the sky was looking from our perspective on earth on the time that we're born from the perspective that we're born um from the place we're born i mean so um, this screenshot is used as a map, which is our astral chart. So this astral chart is used to navigate your life. And it's like your cosmic DNA is what is like your soul pattern. And it's what your soul is here to do. We know that time does not exist. And our consciousness experiences sensations of being in multiple places at the same time. And this is one of the dizziness that we can dizziness that we can experience when we're having a spiritual awakening we start feeling more we start seeing more we start connecting to other times through dreams and start start having visions and so it's one of the symptoms of um 
expanding your consciousness through time and space, right? So astrology comes in very handy when you're starting to feel like there's so so many things that you're seeing. There's so many things that, that you're feeling, right? So um, when you can read a map, and it's not necessarily that you know how to read a map, but it's pretty, it comes in pretty handy if you have someone to help you read that map. Because through those digits, which are your date of birth, your time of birth, place of birth, that I mean, you have a key identity there because that is the time, the moment, the space where you incarnated in this planet, where you took in the first fresh breath, uh, fresh uh, air or fresh breath. Yeah, I'd say. Um, and um, and it's a moment that pretty much sets your entire life. That's why we choose as souls that specific time in space, because it's a pattern. And in other ways, it's a map. So um, I had the beautiful opportunity of having my map ever since I was a little girl. And I knew how to read it at a very, very young age. So my spiritual awakening came in early and came in with, with I mean, with a map to read. So that's why I was like, okay. I know what I'm I know what I'm here to do. So I love being able to guide people through their spiritual awakening and um and to help them understand why are they here, what are they here for, and where are they headed? Because something very interesting that I've noticed um through all these years of reading people's astral maps or natal charts, however you want to call it, is um that they typically do things in their lives that their souls have already done so it's very familiar to them so they tend to repeat oh, and we fall into repetition cycles i know mm. mm -hmm. i mean it's not a coincidence that we're here chatting this i mean <laughs> <laughs> your gemini self and i have been here before for sure <laughs> i think that's fascinating that I've never heard that before or never even thought about that before that my soul could be on repeat. Mm -hmm. Well, it usually happens because we tend to fall into repeating cycles. Mm. Everything is a pattern and everything is a cycle. And our soul goes towards what feels most familiar, what feels most comfortable. So we tend to fall into these comfy patterns and, um, and our soul does too. So it's really funny seeing in the chart how, um, reading what that person is here to do and what they come, what the knowledge that they bring from other timelines and seeing, wow, they're literally doing the same that they, that the baggage that they come with. So they have all this knowledge that they come from, but they're doing exactly the same instead of applying that knowledge into going towards what's scary and unknown. Mm. So that's, that's where astrology really helps you towards sort of like giving you a little push into the scary unknown that your soul comes to confront because it's that voice that it's always going to call you but it's going to be like a little too scary to confront or a little too scary to walk towards that direction I but understand. however when you know what that direction is there's this sense of accomplishment that is so fulfilling so nourishing it's I mean, the the example I have, like the most fresh example I have is mine. I was so afraid of speaking 
mm-hmm. when I was a little girl, like I, I had my tonsils removed. Like I definitely had a, a mercury problem, which is like a, a third chakra, like, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Like um, the, sorry, the throat chakra, mm-hmm. throat chakra, pretty blocked. And, um, and it was my purpose. My purpose was communication and sharing knowledge and spreading the word. And I was like, please, please, I don't want to speak in public. I don't want to be a public speaker. I definitely don't want to, don't want to have to use my voice for anything. And I got like, yeah, I got like so nervous in school presentations and stuff. And it's confronting what you're most afraid of and knowing that after a while, after you've mastered that scary unknown, then it becomes like your juice of life. Like you can't live without that. That's fascinating. So does it always seem like you come in with the obstacle being the path? Um, It's not necessarily an obstacle. In my case, it was, but it's not always an obstacle. It's just more something that it's super scary and at at the same time, super attractive. So it'll be something like your purpose is usually something that you're surrounded with. Like probably you see it in a friend, you'll see it in a it, I've seen it a lot in, in partnerships, like that the significant other is doing the purpose of the other person. <laughs> I've seen it a lot in a lot of couples, a lot of relationships. And it's just because, I mean, your partner comes to be a mirror to you and to your life. So when you see that attractive aspect of the other person, it can be a partner, it can be a friend, it could be a family member. But you see them doing something that you find pretty attractive, but you're like, oh, I could never like that's so scary. I could I could not do that. <laughs> but yet it's funny when you talk to the person in a in a consultation or in, in a reading or or in, or in a conference, whatever you talk to the person and um, and I have the chart in front of in front of me. Right. I have their charts in front of me. And I'm like, OK, what are you most afraid of? Well, look, yeah, um, I can't manage to uh, grow my business. It's so scary. Like, I, it's scary to put myself out there. It's scary for the financial risk. It's scary to, uh, I mean, to give my time for my job and not taking care of my kids. And then I look at their charts and it's like, wow. But I mean, you come to generate money. You come to see your own energy manifested into matter in, in terms of wealth. Like you come to see your own value in matter. Like this is just like a random example that I can think of, but it's very beautiful seeing that. I mean, that just a little map can totally give you that push into what you're most afraid of and into most importantly, your purpose, what your soul, the North that your soul is here to follow. And what, so explain to me like in astrology, because I'm not super well-versed in astrology. It's probably the one thing <laughs> in my life that I haven't dove in and studied, which is. Well, hello, Joya. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Which is super funny and probably really bizarre because I'm so curious about everything else, but it seems like I'm like, not the map, not the map. <laughs> Do not let her read your map. <laughs> Don't let her see the map. <laughs> is there a particular, um, house because I know there's houses so which one is of your your sole purpose or how do you know it or is that an overall Mm -hmm. viewing see you you know a little bit so (laughs) uh uh-huh in astrology um a chart would look like uh kind of like a clock right it's like um yeah I'd say almost like a clock but instead of having 
hours, we have houses. And we have 12 houses. And each house corresponds to an area in your life. And in those areas, there's planets, depending on how you were, I mean, depending on the time you were born, depending on the, like, of the time and the, the date, I mean, the date, the date you were born, depending on where the sun falls, the moon falls, like, all those little planets and asteroids and um, luminaries are going to fall into those areas of the chart. So depending on how they looked from your perspective on Earth, from the time you take in the first breath, it's how your map is going to look. So obviously, if you were born in daylight, the sun is going to be in the top part of your chart. If you were born at nighttime, the sun is going to be below the horizon. So in the bottom houses of your chart. Mm. So what's um well what's beautiful is understanding what each planet or what each planetary position means because depending on where on which house knowing that there are 12 houses and 12 areas in your life that get influenced um depending on where they fall it's going to mean something or another thing right for example the most important house is where the sun falls because that's where you come to shine your light on. Like that's where you're going to feel your most bright at. I mean, I haven't seen your chart, Joya, yet. So I don't know. But for example, in my chart, I was born right at the exact time of sunrise. So my sun falls in the area of my first house or rising sign. So I come to suck up all the solar energy to use it to shine. So this happens to all people who are born in sunrise. Literally all people, all people that are born in sunrise are literally persons that come to suck up all the sun, all the solar light. So we need a lot of sunlight and we come to use it to shine a light for others. And we come to integrate the sun for our personality. So what if you were born at night? What would the, what would be true of that? Um, Like midnight? Or I was born at 9.53 p.m. 9.53. I mean, that means that you're more, I mean, more into staying home, more into being more grounded, more. I mean, we also need to bear in mind that you're a double Gemini, sun and moon. <laughs> I already have that information. Well, I do um, love the, I, and I am very grounded. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you come to experience a lot more effort in your day-to-day -day life and your daily routine your daily work because as a I mean I also know that you're a Capricorn right <laughs> I mean I have some data Joya. I gave you a little bit of data I gave you some ammo before we started yeah you give me some data <laughs> you asked me so give me your birth information <laughs> uh-huh I know I know <laughs> yeah I cheated um but yeah so you'll probably have your your Gemini energy on your sixth house which is your house of daily work daily routine body um embodiment work um i mean um like um service acts of service mm. so here we are yeah yeah gemini is the sixth house right so that and that mm -hmm. is there you go are so what does it mean in houses if you have nothing so houses where you have nothing which could be like yeah, it could be like most of your houses, right? Because a lot of people have a lot of planets accumulated in an area of their charts. Mm -hmm. But so many, I mean, 
so many people have empty houses is like the most common thing to have a few empty houses in your chart. One, two, even three um, or more, depending on the chart, of course. But um, the empty houses just means that you need to look into the planetary ruler that we get into a lot more deep astrology. But it doesn't mean anything that you still have that area of your chart. Like imagine there's people. I mean, so many people have their career house empty that doesn't mean they're not going to have a job no it's just that there's going to be less of an influence in that house but it depends on the planetary ruler imagine that um, they don't have a planet there but leo opens up their 10th house which is the house of career and public and, and um public view so Leo responds to the sun. So even though they don't have a planet there, that energy is ruled by the sun. So it's still going to be a pretty important area. So mm -hmm. it's knowing how to read the correspondent sign and its correspondent ruler, because each planet corresponds to um, to a house and to a sign. I'm act I actually literally just opened my uh, my astrology academy in case anyone is like, okay, so what about me? What about me? Perfect. So, I was just going to ask you where, like how, where would a person go to learn? I mean, it seems mm -hmm. so deep, like there's a lot to learn there. And so you it's have- It's infinite, Joya. Like I've been studying since I was 15. I'm 30 now. So I've been in it for 15 years, 15 good years. And I'm still learning so much in every consultation and every reading because you get to see it from like infinite perspectives. And you're like, wow, because this is also an interpretation of this aspect. This is this is also a way you can read this. So there's unlimited ways to, to learn astrology and to understand your chart. That's why you need to find a person who you resonate with because, I mean, you're literally buying the interpretation of an astrologer. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, what, so, I mean, you gotta, you gotta trust the person. Yeah. So what is your, um, when you're interpreting, when you're doing an interpretation, what, I don't know, is there some kind of energy or a vibration or a philosophy that you mm -hmm. It's an energy reading. It's an energy reading. hundred percent. Like I'm reading their map, but I'm also feeling, and I'm feeling what like, their energy is also guiding me into going towards certain areas of their chart. Like, oh, I didn't see this. Okay, now I understand. Okay, focus more your attention on their Mars. Why? Okay, what's what's up with their masculinity? What's up with that rage? One of the most crazy examples that I can think of is um, I had a I had a client that was very young. He was he was yeah he was in his thirty. 30s and um and he had developed a pretty crazy um liver cancer so it was pretty crazy especially because he was so young and having such a terrible cancer I mean I know it's awful at any age but at that age it's like wow that's pretty weird he has a pretty healthy life pretty healthy lifestyle what's what's going on so looking at his chart I'm like okay let's 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 see what's up and it was literally a transit of Jupiter activating his Mars in Aries. Mars in Aries, whoever has Mars in Aries in his chart is a, a, a transit. I mean, is a sorry, it's a placement that contains a lot of rage, a lot, a lot, a lot of rage. And when that rage gets triggered, 
like it did that year when he discovered that he had cancer. I'm like, okay, there's something here that you need to deal with because you're not expressing all this rage and your body has been accumulating it forever. But now that you have this Jupiter transit, Jupiter, whatever touches, it expands it to the max. It's expanding all this rage in your body and it goes straight to your liver. So your liver is almost like sucking up with your rage. Wow. So just that, that small minor comment took him to therapy, dealt with that rage and heal. Wow. That's amazing. So it's, I mean, if we could live like this, like I'm not saying just astrology, but knowing so easily what's wrong with you what's what is your body telling you about your emotions and the cool thing about astrology is that we can read it immediately immediately what? you immediately know what's up with the person yeah it's really fascinating to me and i think like coming from the world of vibration and working with sound and understanding that everything is a vibration and and that the planets have sounds they have a vibration exactly exactly so I, I always have it as that that my moment of birth is the moment almost like that all the planets and where it was kind of just imprinted and congealed in my body complex as the mm -hmm. pattern of like what was happening right there vibrationally and it's all stored right here in this body Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sound. I mean, yeah, I remember there was a time when I, um, when I wanted, I, I mean, I was feeling, I mean, it was like a very crazy period of my life where I started to hear planet sounds. Ooh. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I would record it on my phone. Like, wow, I'm feeling the vibration of Venus right now. And <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I ever said that to anyone. I understand and I don't think you're losing it. I think it's true. Uh -huh. yeah. But yeah, it was I was I was hearing them and I remember also in my dreams like going to Mars and 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 connecting to the frequency of Mars and I was like, "Wow, this is so crazy." And I mean, now I'm remembering just talking to you. It's coming back to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're you're touching that that fiber <laughs> triggers back. It's so fascinating. And I was looking on my chart. I do have my chart, even though I don't understand it. <laughs> oh, exciting. It was gifted to me by my, my oldest child who is very much into astrology. My Mars is in Aquarius. Okay. That's good. That's good. I mean, that's what gets you moving into social media, social platforms. That's what got you on a, in a podcast that, that, that makes that you're moving forward is very aligned with understanding the evolution of technology. So you'll be up to date. You'll know how to do things like, I mean. Serious that you said that because I, the woman that I was uh, speaking to you before, I'm actually going to consult with her to teach her how to use uh, all the latest AI technologies for her business because I do keep up on, on technology. And there I you go. That is so funny. <laughs> there you go. I have my Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn has to do with the structures, has to do with business. My entire business runs online. Wow. And runs on astrology, which is Aquarius, and runs on consciousness, with it, which is also Aquarius. Wow. I'm so blown away. I want to learn more. Now I'm now you've you've piqued my curiosity that I'm like, oh now I know you should join the academy. <laughs> just what it's I need. Super fun. I think I'll just hire you to read my chart. Do you do it? <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd rather just pay you to have you explain it all 
<laughs> well, what we do in the academy is not necessarily like I'm not going to teach you what Mars and Aquarius means, but I'm going to guide you into understanding every month and what every month is activating in your chart. Do you do this for so, the year? Each year does it change? So I just started, yeah, of course, it, it changes every day. Every day we have a different, like the moon changes signs, changes constellations every couple of days. Every month we have, I mean, every astrological month we have a new moon and a full moon. So understanding where those lunar cycle, even, cycles even fall, fall in your chart, you know where you're seating and you know where you're sawing. So um, sawing. So it's very convenient understanding, okay, where am I starting a new chapter? Okay, in my area of finances. All right, so I'm going to make a little investment with this new moon. Okay, so I see the manifestation of the new moon in the finishing cycle six months later. It's like, I mean, it's like it was done in in the, <laughs> I mean, I think forever it's been done with um, props. Like, um, special, like, especially the ancient ones, people who had lots of wisdom. Um, I mean, they knew, they knew how to cultivate the planet. They knew how to cultivate um, the, what is it called? The crops. Yes. So in astrology is the same. You use new moons to seed intentions. You use full moons to collect. And then, so your academy helps people know when, to, how to work with their own. It, exactly. So I help them navigate the daily transit. So we, we work with the energy of the following months of our following month, we do two sessions a month, like two days a month. And um, in those two sessions, we work with the following couple of weeks energy and the following month energy, like the energy of the following month, technically. So it's understanding what's going to happen in that month and how that energy is moving it for you in your chart. Like what is that full moon activating in your chart imagine when we have well in december we had a full moon in gemini so you know that that week your sun and your moon are being triggered your identity your personal self your vital energy and your emotional world your home your the relationship with your kids so prepare for that week know that that week is going to be a sensitive one okay so you don't plan for that week but you plan for the following week because you'll already be recovered and you'll have like a sense of a of a new self mm. Mm. so this is just like an example but it's it's knowing what to do in advance and it's not me who's going to tell you maybe in the beginning but I'm going to guide you into tuning into your intuition to understand how the stars and reading the stars work. I love the intuitive aspect of it. And I've never mm -hmm. heard that before it being like an intuitive. Uh, I only like, I started studying astrology when I was 15. I studied for one year and I never studied it again. Wow. So the rest you've intuited and picked up on your own, just working with Absolutely. It. My entire life. I, I don't like learning from I mean, it's not that I don't like learning from other people, but I love learning from my own experience. I feel like that knowledge, like I suck up the knowledge a lot better. Yeah, I think so too. That, that makes sense to me that it just becomes your knowledge. It's absorbed in mm -hmm. something, you know, not something you're trying to understand secondhand knowledge. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I paid for courses that I never even attended, like nothing. And I would buy tons of books to buy access to that information. Mm -hmm. like so that my consciousness could actually could access that information intuitively without me even having to read the book or take that knowledge from another teacher and so obviously when you look at your chart you know that you're highly intuitive um 
I mean, I don't want to sound narcissistic, but we're all highly intuitive. Well, we are highly intuitive, but I would think that some people are wired more, like some people are wired more to be data scientists. I'd say, I'd say we're all highly intuitive beings, but it's either we're interested in developing it or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the, yeah. So, the mm-hmm. so I am, I have always been extremely intention into developing my intuition into being so aligned with myself and so aligned with what I'm feeling so in tune with what I'm feeling because I mean it's it's the the biggest tool we have it's yeah. our inner guidance it really is and you know and I feel like as as far as a spiritual awakening goes and the awakening process I feel like a lot of that is learning to trust yourself trust your feelings trust your intuitive guidance mm-hmm. I know absolutely and seek for guidance like as little as possible because another person's guidance has nothing to do with the guidance you can give yourself beautiful i love that i so agree with you and i think that so often people give their power away but this is changing i feel a change in mm-hmm. the- absolutely absolutely and it happens in re- in in my readings too like well what do you see it's going to happen to me this year i was like ask again what do you want to create this year Ooh, yes yes I'm not gonna tell you this like you're gonna break out this gonna like who am I to tell you this like I'm not gonna I mean I could but I, I'm not that kind of person that takes people's powers away so that they're not creative gods mm. I mean they are I'm not gonna create their lives for them yeah. and I know that if I say that that's gonna happen it might make it happen that is so spot on. And I say that with healers, or I've always said, if you ever go to a healer and they start telling you what's wrong with you, get up and leave. <laughs> Absolutely. Having that Absolutely. Yeah. I really respect and admire um, that quality that you have in you and that and having people, what do you want to create? And then telling them, here's the best time to do that. Absolutely. I love doing that. And that's literally why I started the Academy because so many people were like, okay, so when is the best time to launch my business? I was like, okay, astrologically, the best time for you to launch this would be with this new moon, whatever. So I want to guide people into living their best potential lives. I'm only going to be a small guide and they are going to be the ones who decide their lives. Yes. Yes. But they could come to you and ask, or even if they're choosing between two things, what is more suitable? Exactly, exactly. Like, look, I have this in mind. So when would be when would the best time be? Or look, I'm having this issue in my relationship. Why is this? What why is this happening? Okay, let's tap into your subconscious. Let's see what's happening in your 12th house. Let's see what's happening in your eighth house, too, which is your house of commitments. What are your fears of commitments? Oh, okay. Now you're buying a house with your partner. Of course you're gonna have. Like you're going to have issues because you're scared of a bigger commitment, whatever. Like, it's just like little, little guides, little messages that can help you. Even I, I need those every now and then because reading your own chart is also complex. Yeah. Do you feel like having your chart, knowing your chart and reading it, reading it as the map of your life, does it open you up to the highest potentials that you have in yourself for expression in the human, in the human form? I mean, I'd say it definitely gives you a very big advantage. Like I feel so, I I feel like I have a strong power and that I need to be very careful with how I use it because I know. So when, when your own consciousness gives you power, it also brings lots of tests on how you use it. 
and how your consciousness is is i mean how is how is your consciousness feeling with that power and using it with other people right i remember how scary it was for me to give readings um, for that same sense for that same reason because you know that the other person is really paying attention to what you're saying and they're paying for a reading with you. They're paying for your time and for whatever it is that you're going to tell them. So they're going, they're valuing a lot what you're saying. Mm. So you got to be very careful and speak from your heart and ask for permission to their guides and to their energies so that you only receive whatever is good for that soul or for that person to receive. But you see, like whenever, I mean, I can't think of of a of a time, but there's definitely been some times where I felt like, wow, I, I shouldn't have said that. I feel bad that I said that. Mm-hmm. And and then I get another chance of almost like doing it right. But there's many times that I felt bad for saying certain things because I know the impact that that had in other people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm always, I mean, you learn, you live and learn, right? So it's, it was, I mean, I definitely need to watch a lot what I say always at all times. Because even when I'm with friends, they feel like I, they feel like I'm speaking to them as if I know their charts and I know what's going to happen to them. And as I'm channeling and I was like, no, 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 this is just a suggestion. Like, don't, don't even, but everyone, when I talk to them, they already feel or know or think that I'm predicting something for them. And I'm, I'm, like most of the times I'm not, I'm just saying whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a prediction, right? So it's much- not exactly, it's not even a prediction. It's just like, okay, you're asking for, for advice. Maybe, I mean, this is what I'm feeling. Intuitive guidance. Intuitive guidance. Yeah. Literally. We have free will and we can decide to do whatever we want to do. Yeah, exactly. That's a good thing. But whenever you have a tool, I mean, you have, the connection to sound yes which is i mean it's a very beautiful dharma very beautiful dharma because you're you're giving sound you're giving vibration you're tuning into the person i mean you're taking that person into a, a, a different realm to a higher realm yeah or calibrating their own vibration their own frequency right yeah um so i mean yeah we have we have our gifts and we have our pros and our cons <laughs> Yeah. And I treat it as sacred work and same thing. I would never let anything come out of my mouth. That's negative. Even if I see something negative, I don't say it. I just, you know, only for the highest good. And I ask that same thing only for the highest good for this person in this now moment in all lives everywhere across all timelines. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to miss any, mess anything up in the quantum realm of, of, we do, of the things we don't understand and the things that we don't know anything about. And I know that sound is powerful. And you know that telling people their energy patterns is very powerful. You're telling somebody who they are, which I mean, that's I powerful. Yeah. It's a big responsibility, big, big responsibility. And I've had, I've had my lessons for sure. Well, and I feel like this is also why people need to tr- learn to tune into their own intuitive guidance and their own trust and their own exactly system and not I've had those experiences where I've gone into a situation with somebody and then my initial intuition will be leave. And then I'll start arguing with myself, but everybody loves this person, but this, but that, but that. So I must be wrong for feeling this initial first reaction. And then I'll talk myself out of that initial 
intuitive guidance. And never once have I said, oh, I'm so glad I didn't listen to my intuition. <laughs> uh huh. It's always been like, I should have listened to myself. I was right. I, and so it's really this learning to trust. And so I would definitely say, if you're with a sound healer, if you're with an energy healer, if you're with anybody who's got any kind of um, vibrational, um, I don't want to say power, that's not the right word, but vibrational playing with in your vibrational mm -hmm. field, then to just use your own common sense and your own common, your own intuition about that. Like you just said, yeah. Mm -hmm. sure. Absolutely. And I'm on your website and I love the, how you first have unlock your true potential with, and then you talk about astrology and you talk about meditation, step into the world of star guidance and dreams and dreams. And I love this, what it says next, step into the world of star guided meditation and awaken the mindful knowledge of your soul, uncover your authentic essence and understand your life's purpose with the modern astrological teachings of Mercedes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we could say modern, we could say intuitive, we could say... <laughs> Um, but I like that it says modern because it just says that you're not going with what's in the books. What does this say? What, so uh -huh, absolutely not with the books because I never even touched an astrology book. <laughs> so beautiful. And I see that you have your, um, your divine, your astrology Academy in here. You offer guidance, you have a community. And then I see that you have lots of fun, um, Events. Yes. Yes. And I saw this one you're doing in Mount Shasta. And I immediately already said, like, I want to go to that one because I love uh -huh. Yeah. Tessa organizes it. You, oh, Tessa. Yeah, that's right. Tessa's magical. So I saw that uh -huh. the meditation and consciousness retreat. You have something Hellenistic astrology in Greece and a consciousness retreat in Mexico in March. So amazing. I love the work that you're doing, Mercedes. Thank you, Julia. Thank you so much. And I'm excited for future. Yeah. future events and future experiences together for sure. Me too. And I will have links to your social and your website. And I just banged my phone on my desk and made a noise. So I'm sorry, everybody <laughs> making that extra noise, but Mercedes tell people where they can find you and how they can work with you. Mm -hmm. So um, you can go to my website, theastralmethod.com and you have access there to everything, to my Instagram, to my email, to my academy, to my events, literally everything. So the, I mean, the to-go place is theastralmethod.com and you'll also have access to my YouTube, Spotify, Telegram channel. To me, the most fun, I mean, I use Instagram the most, to be honest, but I love using Telegram. I have a Telegram channel where I publish the news of the week and everything that's happening weekly, monthly, things to watch out for and stuff like that. And I love it. I have so much fun. Beautiful. Is that and people are usually very, very happy in that channel. It's a pretty up and coming and growing community in is Telegram. Is that a free community or do you pay? It's a free everything. Yeah, all my social media platforms are free. Oh, beautiful. So what's your, how do we find you on Telegram? It's the Astral Method. I have access to it on my, on. I mean, if you go to theastralmethod.com to my website, you have all my, all my platforms and all my links there. Beautiful. Well, I will definitely join your telegram so I can get the, you'll the love it, Joya. Your Gemini self will thank you later. <laughs> this is not the week. <laughs> Hunger for knowledge. <laughs> I think it'd be very helpful to know like when to go, when to pause, when to just rest, mm -hmm. when to honor. Yeah. Know? Or be like, why am I feeling like this? What's going on with me? 
Exactly. Oh, okay. With this full moon that's coming up, it's activating um, a lot of, um, I don't know, whatever, a lot of chaos. So, okay, maybe I'm just going to allow myself to feel a little unstable, unstable for a few days. So, okay. you know, maybe it would be better for the energy and for yourself and for your growth and for your productivity and for all the things if you just. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't fight. Don't fight against the stream. Don't go against the stream. And lately, like. Exactly. Like Don't go. <laughs> Yeah, in Spanish, in Spanish, we use don't fight against. Fight, don't go, don't, well, don't fight is better because that's really what we're doing. And it's, it's the struggling. And, you know, the last couple of days, I've been having this feeling of just wanting to go away to a cabin and be by myself and have like this little ceremonial weekend with no, I'm like, what is this energy? So I'm just going to have to get with you to find out what that well, is. Well, dear, it's because we're moving into Pisces season and Pisces seasons, the season, the season for spirituality and for work into tuning into your higher self and putting the work to getting to know your spirit in your unconscious world as well. So that's, so why. that's why you're hearing a calling. So maybe the best thing to do is to honor that and go give myself a honor one. that. Yeah. Starting the 18th of Mar oh, February. Oh, so it's coming up. So that's perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, that explains that. See, this is why I personally am definitely going to be working with you. And, <laughs> yeah. and also I just love your energy and your, um, your approach, I think is just really unique and really beautiful. And I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, Joya. Thank you. I love what you do too. And I'm excited to collaborate together and do fun things together. Definitely. Well, thank you. Thank for you. Here. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. If you enjoyed this conversation, please like and subscribe where you listened to this conversation. You can find Mercedes at theastralmethod.com. And as always, you can find me at wewokeuplikethis.com. See you next time. Bye.